I wonder if Tide Pods have a podcast. Ooh, that's a good question. Cold open. Tide Pod Podcast. Welcome to the Tide Podcast. Tide Podcast. Tide. Tide Pod. Tide Podcast. Welcome to the Tide Podcast. Maybe we should have called our show the Tide Podcast. Well, you're probably getting sued. Well, but not if we were from the away. generation that ate the Tide Pods, I think that would make more sense. Yes, but we're true. not. What about the tripod cast? That's funny. That would have been good. Why didn't we think of that? I don't know, because failing made a lot more sense. It did. There's probably already a tripod cast out there. I think so. I don't know. And it's kind of like you know, me and you and Ashley were on the show. Yeah. And it's kind of like a tripod. Tripod cast. Do you think that anybody would notice if we changed our name now? Yeah, all four of them would go, wow, you changed your name. It was a lot harder to find. Yeah. Yeah. If they actually went looking for us, we'd know they were real fans. But then I'd have to change the intro to our music to say, The Drive Podcast. Instead of, The Drive Podcast. So, can I... Whatever it is. Can I say something about our theme song? Yes. Yeah. So, I was born in the 90s. So, I'll hear things in our podcast theme song which i know very well but i'll hear things outside of it later on uh-huh. and i'll go that's that's what well, that's from our podcast uh-huh. <laughs> hey, hey. wow look, wow educated. look at us educating so the new generation there are, there are a lot of little tidbits in that intro yeah you know um there's a lot of them a lot like if you listen to it like right now welcome Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's the Bailing Podcast. Eat my shark. Not the mama. Not the mama. Goodbye. Did you hear him? Did you hear all the tidbits? I did. I knew them all. Me too. All little pieces of our childhood. Yep. Yeah, very personalized opening there. So tell me how you feel about bananas. Well, I don't like the way the word is spelled. I'm just going to throw that out there right away. Right. Um, is there a reason? Well, it feels like there should be more N's than there are. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N. I don't even know when that phrase came. The ba-ba-bananas. Is it like a jumping rope song or? It's go bananas. Oh, is it? Oh, it's like, like a crazy. Yeah, cheerleaders say it. Go bananas. Right? I, I'm not, I have no idea. That was that. I, I'm trying. I just to... wanted to see how you felt about, particularly how you feel about bananas. I think they're delicious. I don't like the way the word's spelled. Did you did you know that some people don't think bananas are delicious? Well, maybe when they're a little green, they're not so good. Well, my wife likes them when they're green. She likes them better when they're green. Yeah. I'm like the more yellow, not quite brown, but even a little brown. Like if there's maybe a couple little spots on it. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Then nice you know sweet. that's a ripe banana. Mm-hmm. Did you have some insight uh, I was born in the 90s, and <laughs> <laughs> I really, I kind of am with Micah, though. I like the, like, 
not like green green, but like kind of green mm, fresh. So like if it's like crunchy. No, can't do that. I want to. I want to peel it open and I want it to fall out like baby sauce. Oh my! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that bananas aren't actually ripe until they're brown? Yeah, baby sauce. Yeah, yeah. Like that's when oh, they're technically really? ripe. Yeah, I read that somewhere. So Luke fact. Yeah. At banana school? Uh, I mean, 90% of the time when they're brown, they're definitely ripe. So did you know, th- so we had a, we had a, an old preacher uh-huh. that uh, would swear that um, bananas. <laughs> that would swear. Gasp. We, maybe he swore? That might not have been the right place to pause. We, we had an old preacher that uh, hated bananas so much, he said that it was absolutely the forbidden fruit. Wow. Could wow. you imagine? A bold statement. I mean, that's, yeah. And a lot of people think it's an apple. Well, they just assume. They just assume. I don't. What fruit comes to mind when you think of fr- when somebody says fruit? What automatically pops in your head? Maybe this is something that we should ask people and just kind of do I don't a know. study. I, I feel like I need to reset. Like I, I need to yeah, like my, we've been talking my, about we've bananas. Talking. We talked about apples. I feel like apple would be the first thing that came to most people in America's mind, but like if you asked in India, it would probably be like not an apple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like they would eat dates. Yeah, date that seems right. like an India. Well, so and that's fruit. the thing. I mean, like, okay, so you think about—is it date of fruit? You think about you think about Adam sure and Eve fruit. in the Garden of Eden, right? Uh-huh. And we imagine that's probably somewhere around the Tigris River, like sure. where where the Garden of Eden actually was. I'm going to take your word for that. Yeah. Um, well, the thing about it is, like, I don't know that apples would have been indigenous to that region. Do you feel like? Well, in the garden, right? Wasn't everything there? I don't know. I don't. I don't think that God said particularly that every kind of fruit was made available in the garden. He didn't, but he didn't not say that either. And if we're talking about perfection, sure. I mean, I can understand that that it was the perfect place, which is why our old preacher would say, "Well, see, now that's now therein lies the problem. If it was the perfect place, and there were bananas." Could it have been perfect? But it depends on how ripe the bananas were, I guess. Yes. I mean, yes. This is the tree of wisdom, right? Like, it, it was yeah, part tree of, of Eden. knowledge. It had yeah. to, or, knowledge of good and evil. Right. Now, I think... <sighs> ho-hum. <laughs> I think... Tomato, though, tomato. <laughs> I mean, we can easily say that God intentionally put that tree there... In the perfect place. In, in the perfect place, knowing that it served a purpose. It was the purpose of not to be eaten. Right. So even though, so maybe, you know, but you'd think a banana hanging from the tree, usually those are in bushels. I just don't know that it would necessarily be the fruit hanging Uh, from the tree. It seems like it would be a singular fruit. I'm thinking like a mango. Really? I like mangoes. Yeah. Maybe it's the apple that the witch gave to Snow White. What if it is? What if it is? What? What? (laughs) What? What if the fruit of wisdom is marijuana? Wait, you said, you told me, or I said wisdom, and you told me earlier that knowledge. It was knowledge. Well, I, that's the joke. And marijuana I think. is a flower, not a fruit. Oh, Probably not. It really? Yeah, technically. You know a lot more about marijuana than Ashley and I do, apparently. Well, I've smoked a lot of it. Oh. oh. Going back on the banana. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's not true. Not true, folks. Okay. You heard it here first. Ashley, you're going to have to edit that out. Going back to the banana road, I don't like artificial banana flavors. Circus yeah. peanuts. Banana oh, flavor. terrible. I like them. Hey, I think they're great. You know what I like? Mm-hmm. Banana splits. Do you know what I like? Banana runts. You know? Do you know what about? I like? Mm-hmm. Banana bread. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I just was curious about your thoughts on bananas. Thank you for bringing that up for some reason. Oh, I was supposed to be cold open. And but, like every, but like every cold open, we go on for way too long. Yeah. Okay. So, Ben, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I just had a feeling you'd want to say something. <laughs> Cold well, open. Ben, what do you think? You started on... Yep. We're, going, we're, we're done. Don't even say a thing about bananas because that's the old episode. Ben, what do you think? Well... Don't you have a hundred things that you'd I like don't know. to talk you about? I put me on the spot. I'm right now, I'm there's... Blank. Don't you have a dozen things that you'd like to say? I normally wait until... You write something uh-huh. for me to talk about, and then I talk about something else. Okay. So did you write anything? Well, I wrote, Ben, what do you think? Because I figured you would have something. Yeah, but I don't... I mean, I normally do. Okay, let me... I'll, I got something. Do you remember all lime Skittles? What? That was a thing? I don't. I don't remember that. They had a whole package full of lime Skittles. A whole Skittles. package full of nothing but lime Skittles in the 90s. All lime Skittles. That sounds terrible. Like, why wouldn't they go with the purple ones? I or the red? I'm pretty sure that that's... You, I imagine at one point in time, they did some sort of survey, and only people that liked lime Skittles were the ones that answered the survey, and therefore, all lime Skittles became a thing for a very, very, very short period of time. I object. Skittles manufacturers. Do you remember when we got your to... son got Skittles at the movie theater and I snuck them away from him and took a handful? Yes, I remember you doing that. It was a, that was a, he never noticed an uncle move. It was a really big bag of Skittles. Ben Uncle Tax. Do you remember when we got to vote on which M M&M and M color was going to be added to M and M's? Yes, I do. You remember what colors were there first? Yes. Okay. Orange, yellow, green. And brown. Is that and right? red. red. Orange, red, yellow, green, and brown. And then we got to vote. Now, this was a big deal. What? It was. Yes. It was a nationwide a thing. A nationwide thing. And I remember being with mom as she let us how choose. They did it. Was it on we, a, you had a to, phone or did you have to mail it in? I want to say you I mean, called a it was number. A call. Yeah, it was a number. You called you a number the button and you punched the button for the one. And m- because mom helped us, like she'd dial the number for us and wait till it came and I we think got that's to the way vote. It was. Yeah, I remember that. And there were some colors to choose from. Do you remember? I remember what color got picked, but I think everybody knows what color got picked based off of the blue. It was blue. What blue got picked? What's I in think there? I want to say purple was the one that we voted for. I want to say it was purple. Now I now I kind of want to look it up. Can you look up Ashley? Look up the um, look up M and M's color choice in the nineties contest, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a color choice contest in the nineties. In nineteen ninety five, fans voted to swap the beige buttons with blue M and M's. Beige buttons. It's the beige M&M. The beige M&M. The beige M&M with the blue M&M. Mars changed the colors 
from its flagship candy several times over the years, including the, for seasonal promotions. Today's purple, today purple joins the lineup of red, yellow, orange, green, blue, and brown. I haven't seen, oh, purple is, is one of the. Purple and pink, I think, were the, the other colors to pick from. Is that yeah, what it, it says? Was. Yeah, yeah it's what it M&M's says. commercial. Here's the commercial. I found it. So we vi- we voted for purple. One eight hundred fun color to give your America a bright future, and we took it upon ourselves to vote. I imagine there are other people out there, Hewan, if you voted for um, the right color. Like most elections, the person I voted for did not win uh, purple, so um, we voted purple. We thought it would go in and and mix best with the batch, and it did not go. What do I think? What do well, you What do you think? I think a lot of things. Okay. I just got back from vacation. Yeah. Um, I took my boys, me and my wife, my wife and I took our boys uh, on a carnival cruise. Mm-hmm. And there were pieces of it that were really fun. Yeah. There were other pieces of it that weren't so much fun. Namely, the parts where I got to hang out with Shonda were really fun and the parts where my boys were involved weren't. Oh. Oh. Was it just because they... We just went to a dark place, people. (laughs) (laughs) Kids on vacation are always an interesting... um, No, I'm just kidding. My kids were... They they were actually really well-behaved for the most part. But I'll tell you, taking kids on vacation is exhausting. It's not a vacation for you. It's a vacation for the kids. Yeah. It's so much... It it is. The trip is all about them, and they know it. Yeah. Like, they take advantage. Yeah. Oh. Well, and you're lucky you only have two. That's true. You've got a whole herd. Well, people always wonder why we just go to the lake for our vacations. It's three hours away. I don't, I don't wonder. Well, and that's exactly why. Because we know exactly what we're going to get. We know exactly what we're going to get into. Kids know exactly what they're going to get, exactly what they're going to have when they're there. And there is none of this tug of war, push shove. I want this. He wants that. You know, right. which way do we go? One wants to ride Space Mountain. One wants to ride Splash uh, we Mountain. We came back, and uh, I think we're both very happy to be home. Yeah. One weird thing that's still happening. Okay. We still have sea legs, like Shonda specifically. It's been three days, and she still feels like the boat is underneath her. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The weird. An interesting... Yeah. I wonder if others feel that way after a cruise. Is that a pretty normal I thing? I don't know. I don't know. It is really hot in here. It like is. I'm sitting here just like melting. Yeah, we're I melting. I could open the store. Those mics are good enough. Yeah, I, that would probably be good. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> Ben, what do you think? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> when we were when we were young, we loved to roller skate. No, we didn't. Oh, we rollerbladed. We rollerbladed. There's a difference, right? There roller is? skate. Yeah. Oh. Roller skate, two up front, two in the back. Roller okay. blade, one line. Got one it. blade. Got a blade. It. Much cooler. I feel like roller blades like, became very popular you know, as we were growing up. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they were popular in the early 80s or anything. Because they didn't lines. exist. When, did inline skates start in the 90s? Yeah. Yeah, the blades started around probably 92-ish. Would you fact that check that, Ashley, yes, when roller blades started? The idea of roller blades came before roller skates and line skates were created 
in the early 1700s when a Dutch person attached wooden spools to strips of wood and nailed them to his shoes. 1983, Scott Olson found rollerblade ink and the term rollerblading meant the sport of inline skating because rollerblade ink was the only manufacturer of inline skates for a long time. And then, and then in 1989, they produced the macro and aeroblade models. In 1990, they switched to a glass-reinforced thermoplastic resin for their skates. In 1993, they developed the ABT or active brake technology. Well, I don't know what it is. I just know that they got real popular there. They got really real popular. So, I mean, right yeah. around that time frame, though. Yeah. Yeah. 1990s, that they were be they became a big a big deal again. In fact, they, they all the skate skate rinks had roller skates, but you had to bring your own roller blades. Right. Yeah, that's because the, the rental skates were still there. Right. But you brought your own roller blades. Honestly, if you were on skates at a skate rink, forget about Come it. Come on. Yeah. Of course, you, now, ain't, you ain't finding anybody couple skate with. Yeah, there, there ain't nobody there that's going to couple skate you. Unless you're one of those trick skaters that can do like some crazy moves on. But really, those people just kind of were thought of as weird as well. So, I don't... Have you seen that Malcolm in the Middle episode with Hal? Oh my gosh, so funny. <laughs> so, okay, well, I, I remember us getting our first pair of rollerblades when we were when we were kids. Uh, there's great video footage out there of us with um, pillows uh, belted to our bottoms right. to make sure that when we fell on our rollerblades that we had something nice soft cushy to, landing. Soft to land on. I don't know whose idea that was, but it was a great one. Yeah. And in fact, we should probably patent that. Uh, well, you would think that the, the cushy landing that God gave us would be enough. But especially with a garrison booty. <laughs> <laughs> well endowed in the booty area. Right. Yeah. Uh, that said, uh, I think that it ushered in, you know, roller skating rinks were really, really, really popular um, all, like from like 60s generation on but i think that there was a real new a new push that mm-hmm. kind of came forward into the 90s because rollerblades became really popular and that kind of kept things going but and i was thinking about like rollerblade experiences of going to like skate city mm-hmm. do you remember skate city yeah skate Our, world yeah was it skate world was well, yeah. yeah skate world was here in ponca skate world was here in ponca skate city was in california right. And our older cousin Chris worked at Skate yes, City. Yes, he did. He had one of those referee shirts. And we just thought it was so cool. I, we thought it was a pretty cool job. Yeah, because he got to rollerblade all day. Uh, I asked him about it one time, and he said, well, your feet kind of hurt at the end of the day. I said, well, that makes sense. You're yeah. out there refereeing all these ruffians trying yeah. to do laps. and Yep. Hold hands with a girl when they had the opportunity. Yeah, that, was the, that was the goal. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Couple skate. Do you remember that? That was the big time. Do you remember that movie with Sinbad um, where uh, there was the kid? First kid. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) There's a scene in First Kid where they're skating around the skating rink, and the kid from um, Home Improvement, the one that plays Brad, is like the jerk. Do you remember? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And and, uh, the first kid, he's with Sinbad. Sinbad's is uh, his... his, his Body protection guard. detail. Yeah, because yeah. because he is a he's, he's the, the president's son. son, right? And Sinbad's sole job is to keep him safe, but he's not allowed to go to this party, right? And he wants to see what's going on. He wants to. So keep Sinbad him safe. dresses him up as a giant slice of pizza. 
Sinbad dresses up as a giant slice of pizza. Is it Sinbad that dresses up as a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 right. no. No, you're right. Sinbad was the pizza. The kid, the kid had a wig on or something yeah, like he that. Just, he just, yeah, he had some disguise on. And Sinbad was this gigantic piece of pizza yeah. skating around the rink. And so when the kid sees that his girl, the one that he really likes, is about to couple skate, is well, she she does. She kind of she's looking for him. Like, oh man, I really wish I he would have. I can't believe he didn't. I can't come believe, to my believe party. he didn't come to my birthday. It's the president of the United and States' son. So of course, Brad, the jerk in the in the movie, what swoops in right. And it's like, hey, you want a couple skate with me? And so then they kind of swoop in there to do the couple skating, right? And uh, and boy, I mean, it wasn't a serious couple skate relationship, no. though. They they did the hand cup, right? Like they no, didn't, they didn't intertwine. Yeah. And, well, and there's a lot to be said about the intertwine versus the cup. That's a difference. Mm-hmm. It, Friends it, cup. Friends cup. Boyfriend girlfriend intertwine or right. romantically, they intertwine. Mm-hmm course my wife only holds my finger whenever she holds my hand it's very strange so did my babies yeah that's that's a that's that might be a different issue to very little yeah how small is your wife's hand she has very small pinkies (laughs) (laughs) i don't know where we went i mean i could see you going like like finger to pinky like she just she literally holds your first finger sometimes she'll just hold my first finger or my second finger but her palms get sweaty. Do you remember what used to happen when our Do you remember what used to happen when our uncle made us hold his first finger? Yes. I don't think that's what's happening in this situation. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. if you haven't seen First Kid, you should watch it uh, with your kids tonight if you get an opportunity. Yeah, it's, it is a good one for it's a, kids. It's a great Everything '90s throwback. Yeah, yeah, and Sinbad's funny. Yeah, he does a pretty good job. Yeah. The '90s phrase of the day is "I put the screw in the tuna." I put the screw in the... T- wow, I really put the screw in the tuna this time, folks. <laughs> I put the screw in the tuna. It is a way of saying you've decided to fess up. you decided to fess up? Yeah. I put the screw in the tuna. I'm fessing up. It was me. I put the screw in the tuna. This uh, phrase... I feel like I remember this. Yeah, it was made popular uh, on the show Keenan and Kel. That's probably why. Yeah. Was there an episode about putting a screw in tuna? He put a screw in the tuna. They, could, they were going to win a lawsuit, right? He put the screw in the tuna. He put the screw in the remember because then then uh, Keenan was mad because he thought he was going to win this huge lawsuit. Well, over they the were screw offering the him money, and then Kale came out on the stand, right? Yeah, right at the end. Yeah. I put the screw in the tuna. I put the screw in the tuna. And what's the other popular phrase from Keenan and Kale? Kale loves orange soda. Kale loves orange soda. Uh-huh. Is it true? I do, I do, I do. Who? See you next week. The Bowling Podcast. Eat my shark. Not the mama. Not the mama. Goodbye. <laughs>